Uh, we are going to uh, read the scripture this morning. I believe it's going to be coming right up here. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Genesis 1, 26. And our next text is found in Romans chapter 12. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. The word of the Lord. Um, in the beginning, uh, hospitality begins at the very beginning of our creation, of the creation of the whole earth. There is, we are made in the image of an hour, not just an eye, in our image. The Trinity gives us a picture of hospitality that has been something for me that has grown my own understanding of what it means to live a life of hospitality. For in the beginning, um, mankind, humankind, was created in our image, in our likeness. The word our caught my attention um, a few months ago while I was, um, I, I tend to like to think about word usage and the importance of it. And, and I, I stopped to think, I was made in the image of a singular plural. And that I have almost always thought about identity, my identity as my identity, not a my and we. For I was created in the image of an I and a we. Therefore, my identity actually reflects that as well. So I am incomplete if I think about who I am and my own. I was made in the image of a singular plural. So I was created, you were created, we were created in belonging, out of belonging, for belonging. I was created in belonging, out of belonging, and for belonging. It is at the heart of our very being that we be in relationship. So it made me consider, what does the relationship of the Trinity look like? And I will not pretend to understand every ounce of what the Trinity looks like. I'm going to just touch on a few things that might give us a picture and a better understanding of what maybe our belonging to one another has been imprinted into us from the belonging of the Trinity. So God created humankind in our image, a singular plural, three distinct persons, never in conflict, sharing in relationship, 
generously giving and pouring into one another, not competing for place or hierarchy. There's no scarcity amongst them. There is complete belonging. There's no competition. There's generosity, welcome, reciprocity, and communion. Jesus spoke of this when he would talk about being in the Father and the Father in him, and we get to reside in him, and he sends his spirit. There's this beautiful picture of this relationship that is whole and complete, that comes from an interplay of relationship. You don't see Jesus going, man, if I could really be like the Father, I would be a lot better. Like, if I could just take on all of God, and said he laid down himself for us. You don't see the Spirit going, man, I wish I was given a body so that I could go down. (laughs) No, the Spirit knows who the Spirit is, and the Spirit offers himself to us, herself to us, in this beautiful, beautiful way that is so utterly alike and different. They are one, they are three, and they are not in competition with each other. They are a whole picture. And we get this picture of relationship and belonging that is not based on the way that they look, their gifting, but on this this mutuality and withness that is at the core and the essence of their relationship, of this, they, they witness one another. They are with one another. They're utterly one, and they are distinctly three. There is great mystery to the Trinity. We will not be going into all of that this morning. That would take a long time, and you would want probably someone different than me to do that. Um, but this picture of, of being made in belonging, out of belonging, and for belonging, has really remarkably influenced my life. And it has caused me to look at, these, at the invitations in Scripture um, around hospitality a little bit differently. Because hospitality begins not with entertaining and just having people in so that they can have um, be entertained by me, but hospitality begins with an offering of my true and authentic self and welcoming the true and authentic self of the other in front of me, no matter whom they happen to be. It's an exchange. It is an exchange of belonging, saying, I want to offer belonging to you, whoever you are, wherever you are, however you are. And I'm going to offer you me with hopes of reciprocity, that you, that I might belong to you as well. This picture of hospitality has taken the idea of having people over for dinner as being hospitable to expanding it to a posture and a way of entering and being in the world. Um, I... A number of years ago, moved to Colorado. Again, I've I've bounced. I've been back and forth three or four times, I think. And and this last time, 
I had come out for a job, um, and I landed. I decided I'd, I was 38 years old, and I moved back in with my parents for what I thought would be a week till I found where I wanted to live. And then I was one of those who stayed a little longer than needed. Because the moment I landed here, um, I, had, uh, I had come for a job, and the, um, the place where I was going to work said, we've changed total directions, and we have nothing to offer you anymore. So I had left San Diego, moved back to Colorado, and, um, and was now living in my parents' basement going, oh no, now what? <laughs> I'm sure my parents were thinking the very same thing. <laughs> and in the course of that, I, um, one of my questions was, as I was paying attention to where I would end up, is, Lord, where's the neighborhood that you want me to be so that I can bring light and bring you to that place. So I wasn't just thinking about where do I want to live and where's the cute house that I want to be in, but I was thinking where's the place that you've put me to bring light and belonging to others. And, um, and then I was surprised with, um, with sudden unemployment. And God and I, I started to ask a lot of questions in a really cranky way. Um, he is very used to me being a dramatic daughter, in the best way sometimes. <laughs> and I, um, I started asking questions like, well, Lord, you made me to be a hospitable person, and now I live in my parents' basement. How do I, what do I have? And he's like, we have a car. And I'm like, well, that, does, that didn't make any sense. But the very next day, a friend called, and she said, Carrie, I have a six-hour layover. Can we go on a drive to the mountains? And immediately I was, I have a car. And so I, um, I put water bottles in there. I went to the airport and I picked her up and I received her as she was. I offered me as I was. And my car became my space of hospitality. Then, um, guys, this was a rough patch in my life. Then I was driving to LA to do some work um, with a group of, of artists there. And my car broke down and had to be sold for parts in the middle of Utah. <laughs> so now I'm stuck in Utah, and I have no car. And I'm like, uh, get, finally get myself back home. Salina, Utah, there's nothing. There's a, there's a motel that has a flashing M on it. There is a, a little diner, which I became well acquainted with. I lived there for three marvelous days of my life um, as I figured out how to get home because you can't rent a car there or take a bus or, um, or get on a train or um, you definitely can't get an Uber. And so <laughs> I had to wait until someone was available to drive eight hours to come and pick me up. Doesn't this sermon make you want to be my friend? Um, and I, um, I end up coming home and I'm again sitting in my parents' basement and, and going, I have no house, I have no car. Lord, what in the world? How in the world am I supposed to be hospitable? Now I don't even have a car. And he said, Carrie, you are the house. You are the house. You don't need a space to be hospitable. You carry the hospitality of my belonging with you. And um, I left the house that day, and I went to a, a coffee shop, 
And I thought, well, how would I receive someone into my home? I want to receive every person I interact with today as though they were being welcomed into my home. I'm going to offer them belonging because I belong to the Lord. And my life suddenly became very inconvenient. Yeah, um, people started becoming my friends that were um, really very different from me. I would go, I ended up at one coffee shop for several years where I, the staff would come and on their breaks, they'd come and sit at my table. And they, we, it reoriented, that whole season reoriented inside of me what hospitality meant. It went from being something that I just practiced occasionally by welcoming people into my home to a way of life that was embodied within me that I then carried with me into the world, a posture, a practice of hospitality. I would go and offer my true and authentic self to people, and I would welcome their true and authentic self, no matter whom they happened to be. I was made in the image of belonging, out of that belonging, for belonging. And I no longer was, I, I was transformed in a way that took my desire to belong and say, oh, are you going to receive me so that I belong to you? Instead, my belonging was sourced elsewhere. My belonging was sourced in the Trinity. I was in Jesus as he was in the Father. I was rooted and established in their love, and I, I had belonging. I carried belonging. And now instead of going to people and saying, ooh, I'm going to audition for you to see if you're going to like me or not, and then am I going to belong to you, I instead got to offer belonging to every person that I met. And it utterly changed my life. When, when relationships go from being a, an audition for our value, instead to becoming a place of, I know that I'm valued and I'm offering you belonging um, to something deeper than even just me, it changes the interaction to being one of embedded in the loving kindness of a very good God. Oh. That then is embodied and given out to those around me. In that um, course of my life, I decided I eventually did get out of my parents' house. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I moved into a, a home on a block that, um, that was, it was, it was fine. It was a little rough around the edges. So I got into my home and... Um, it was no more than a month later than I got woken up in the middle of the night and there were 14 police cars in my one block and um, sirens everywhere and um, five meth labs had been shut down on my one block. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, oh, I'm not relationally connected anywhere yet here. And, um, and I saw what happened as children had to go into police cars to be taken to relatives that were safe. You, destruction had come into this part, had been exposed. 
And I um, woke up the next day and was like, well, we need a new story. So what am I going to do? What do? How do you build relationship to a place um, and offer belonging and say that, it, say that it's, you can belong to me when you're a neighbor in a new place where five meth labs just shut down. And I'm like, channeled my most inner Nebraskan that I could, that's where I was born, and, um, and also where I learned much about hospitality. And I was like, well, I can bake cookies. So I baked cookies for my entire neighborhood and I put them in bags and I um, wrote blessings on them and I went door to door and I'm telling you people, People don't really respond the same way here that they do in Nebraska when you bring them cookies. And so I went door to door and, and offered myself and offered what I knew that I could. I couldn't go around and, and, and make everything right, but I could go, I can offer me. And what I can do is I channel my mom, my grandmother, probably my great-grandmother, a good line of cookie bakers, and I can bake cookies for my neighborhood and offer myself and say, mm -hmm. you, whoever you are, I want you to know you're welcome at my house. So I put my phone number and my address and all the information you're not supposed to do, and I put it on this little card, and I delivered it to every one of my neighbors. And in the process of doing that, um, I thought it was absolutely ludicrous, like had lost my mind. Um, a little bit ludicrous. How could this do anything? How could, this, how could this make a difference in a neighborhood that has just had this other scarring on it? Well, a week later, I started getting the newspaper. I, I'm like, I didn't, I, don't, I didn't order the newspaper. <laughs> but it started showing up at my house. And about two weeks later, I was out in front of my house and my neighbor walked by and she said, hey, um, you're the lady who brought me cookies? And I said, yeah. And she goes, well, I deliver the paper. I want you to, I thought I'd give you the paper. So I started getting the paper. Then um, a man showed up at my house and he said, uh, do you like birds? I never have I answered the door and that was the first question. And I said, sure, I like birds. And he goes, well, I live across the street, and you brought me cookies. And I'm moving, and I have my favorite bird feeder. I don't have room for it anymore. Can I give you my favorite bird feeder? And you know what? I did not want that bird feeder. But I decided part of what I was doing was welcoming someone as they were. And I'm like, of course I want that bird feeder. And then... Um, and then the next week, another woman showed up at my house. You're the lady who brought us cookies. And soon, because I wasn't afraid to offer myself and who I was, this little web of relationships started to be built in one block of Denver. Hospitality is not, um, you don't even need food to be hospitable. Hospitality is an offering of what is most true about who I am. And let me tell you, the things that are most true about me is that I was made in the image of God and I was born in Nebraska. So <laughs> I know how to offer me. And so I'm going to offer me not auditioning for you so that you walk away liking me more, but offering the belonging of the Trinity that I get to belong in relationship with to you. 
with the hopes that you will know that you belong, whoever the you happens to be. Hospitality is, is this beautiful mark. I love that Paul puts it at the end of what love looks like. I'm just going to read this um, again. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor. Sit serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Love must be sincere. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another. Practice hospitality. And no matter whether your home is on the street, in your parents' basement, in your kids' basement, in um, your car, you are the home. I heard this incredible um, talk uh, several years ago of a, a man who is a professor at Fuller Seminary in California, and he talked about the fact that Jesus modeled hospitality both as guest and as host and that the spirit does the same for the spirit lives inside of us the spirit guests within us jesus guested within the world that he created what a beautiful picture and so again hospitality went from being just inviting people into my home to being a good, a good guest. I want to go into your home. Sometimes the greatest gift of hospitality is to enter the space of another person. Whether it is at their table, at a restaurant, or it is at, in their home. In these, um, this week and next week, um, next week we're going to spend some time looking at Jesus's interactions with people around the table. But um, that all for me sits and resides in the practice of hospitality that comes out of one who is embedded in the love of God. The singular plural. Who embodies belonging who created me in that image of belonging, out of belonging, for belonging, to offer belonging to the other. And that our practice of hospitality begins with our identity and valuing the person in front of us, whoever they happen to be. It is an, it's an offering. It is a practice and it is a way. Thank you all for offering hospitality to me this morning. For you, welcomed me as I am. And, um, and my hope is that I will get to do the same over and again as I meet you each. What a gift it is to belong to a God who belongs. It's stunningly beautiful. My, my hope and my prayer for you this morning is that that one idea that you were made 
in the image of belonging, out of that belonging, for belonging, to offer belonging, might meet you in your places where you might feel isolated and where you long for hospitality too. So then you might be able to offer that belonging to someone else. Jesus, we are thankful to be in your house together. Thank you that we get to belong to your family. Thank you that we were made in the image of a God who is love. And I ask, I ask that out of our own belonging to you, we would, we would offer and practice and be a people of hospitality. And may this little corner, this grand building, be a place of light and blessing in Denver. And may as we go into our own streets and our own neighborhoods, we find belonging and offer belonging to the people around us as we practice hospitality. We pray these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Spirit. We are so thankful. Amen.